kicker. Apple measures the kick, finds Redmond. A kick and a half from home. Wiedemann in the square, ball on its way. Chance here, who gets there first? Stringer on the left, Dolan gets in the front spot, top of the square. He should have the last kick of the night. Hasn't seen a moment like this in his life. Picked up in the mid-season draft two years ago. Can he handle the moment? He puts it through the middle. And the Bombers find some dream to man Curvis. Perfect bounce. He'll try and smash it forward. Draper, it could be enough. Darren's been enormous. He's kicked the winner on dream time. It's the Bombers who prevail in one of the great games of season 2023. How bloody good is footy? The Dons win 10-11-71 against the Tigers, 10-10-70, ending a 13-game oh, losing streak, dating all the way back to round 11-2014. How bloody good. Good evening, Nathan. How are you today? We are the champions, my friend. And Richmond are the losers. Again, again, I don't think we can really We are the champions. We are. I could go on, Sam. You can, you can, and you would if I let you. Um, how nice! Four losses in a row, and we come back to a win in possibly the most dramatic circumstances possible. Although we'll leave some more drama to North. Um, at this point, but um. 13 games losing streak against the Tigers at is tied with our longest losing streak against any single club ever, uh, which incidentally is Carlton from 1968 to 1974. Just um, unbelievable, unbelievable scenes. Uh, anyone that was there, it was as party an atmosphere as I've experienced mm. for 15 years as, of going to the football regularly. Um, just, just brilliant. What well, it finally wasn't us. Like we, yeah. I felt like we've had a few of those. Um, the you know Collingwood last year and you know other ones. So it was nice that we actually were the team that kicked the goal with seven seconds to go and um, finally got to celebrate that way. It yeah. I was so happy. One one point, and now I've got a stat for you that this is the mm. one I hid from you pre pre okay. Love it. Love it. And it, it sounds good. We've now had five games of football where we've beaten Richmond by a single point. 1942, 1946, and 1962. What happened in those three seasons? We won premierships. We won premierships. We'll ignore the fact it happened in 2002 for the purposes of the stat, but premiership is. So, I mean, flag Don's confirmed right there. Mm -hmm. Um, Part of that was courtesy of Don the Stat on Twitter. Thank you very much. Tony is pretty good. I added some more to it, but they were the originators. Uh, Just, uh, we've got a lot tonight, obviously. To cover, um, I don't know where to start, Sam. I mean, I, I I went to bed later that night in a little tucked up, happy little Essendon world. Homer and his little doner all We won by a point. (laughs) We won by, and what I I didn't even text any of my Richmond friends or people. I just was like, I don't have to. It's just the joy. It'll just be burning their little hearts. You know, their little burn. I, I'm I'm still speechless. I had a three-hour drive home, so I got home at about quarter to three, and I, I still was well, very, very happy, very 
listened to it a couple of times on the way home. Mm. Just that end little bit. Uh, watched Did you the, get up watched and watch the, the replay Sunday morning? Yeah, first same, thing. Yeah. Mm. Um, wins like you that know what don't I come too around in, too often. In that replay, I noticed that I, what I didn't notice live was Redmond when um, Baldwin when there's that contest on the ring right in front of the interchange. Yep. Baldwin sprints off. Played a great game too. And Redmond sprinted on and went out to that wing where we next see him running. And I thought, oh, that was an important little... It was work rate. Well, it was an important little change by us like that. And, you know, you wouldn't want to go over the, the uh, count of how many interchanges you make. No. Imagine not... being that club. Oh, God. Just when, just when you think it can't get any worse. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll stick with our mobs. How many counts have I mean, doesn't oh, it? No. Like, it's a number. Oh, you no. can't go over the number. It's pretty straightforward. Anyway, not about them. Terrible club. Um, I'll read off some stats and then and we'll get into the the, the greedy nitty gritties. That's what you call it. Um, Wiedemann, Menzi, Durham, two goals. Two of the most critical goals you'll ever see from Sammy Durham. Yeah, Sam Durham going forward in that last quarter was yeah. a great, great move. Yeah. Stringer, Snelling, Langford and Davey Jr. One. Merritt, 39 touches. Ridley, 32. Caldwell, 31. Um, out of interest, Merritt, 39 touches. Seven tackles, which was... Yep. Uh, equal rank one on the ground, 679 metres gained, which was rank one. On and 158 fantasy points. And lots of fantasy points. Uh, Ridley, Just for those Ridley, people that play. <laughs> Ridley, 32 touches, 14 marks. Mm. That's a massive game. Mm. Um, career high disposals for Ridley, Caldwell, Hobbs, Baldwin, and to go with the fact we had nine players with less than 50 games experience. Mm. Sammy Durham, the hero, one of them. Yeah. Uh, no right, Shield, Jones, Guelphie, Setterfield, Laverde, Kelly. No worries. <laughs> do they get back in? We should, they obviously can't well, come back in. Winning no, team, you know, change a winning we're team. We're going to have to talk about that later on. <laughs> um, I've got some other stats, but we'll sort of get to that as we as we get to that. Let's talk about some some moments in yep. the game. Um, do you want to start? Because I feel like I've I've waffled. Yeah, no, no, no. Well, I'll, I'll do one of my favourite moments, please. Uh, it was my boy, Jakey Stringer. Your boy, yes. It was a beautiful bit of ruck work from uh, Draper down. Oh, it was a bit of a contest. Then oh, an awesome handball to uh, Merritt, who a little chipping. And he's so good at those, I don't know, 20-metre passes. Mm-hmm. He just... And then, um, what's his name? McIntosh? No, Mac- McKenzie. Um, no, McIntosh. Right, the first McIntosh, time. Yeah, yeah. McIntosh. Decided, I won't stand on Stringer. I'll let him go. And turned he's his not... back and ran away. Yeah. <laughs> He's not very effective from, you know, running inside from 60. From He's not very good at that. Six. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Jakey put it through. And uh, that's about the moment I thought, geez, we're, we're, um, we're in this. We're in this. There's a bit of momentum now. And then yeah. a little bit after that was um, Tip and Woody's point, which I was, yes. I was and, nearly jumping out for that one because I thought it was a... Yeah, it would have been fitting, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, and he's kicked a hole like that against North Melbourne a few years yep. ago, running into the pocket and snapping. Yep, and that's what I was thinking at the top of the... Yeah. Same. Again. That's what popped through my head. And yep. we all sat there and joked about Handy Point. Mm. Yeah. Little did we know. <laughs> it was the match-winning point. That was. He's kicked the match-winning point. Um, let's talk about some... We'll, we'll sort of go through the game. Um, I would be honestly slating McIntosh if I'm a Richmond supporter. That was the most... Oh. Low IQ, dumb piece of football. And I know they're Richmond are obviously over the last six years. Incredible, whatever. But geez, you'd think they're more well drilled. Well, there was a that. stat came up after the oh, maybe it was on one of the Fox shows I was watching yesterday, because you know you're just to try and absorb you so much. All when we football win. when you win, yep. yeah. 
And they said that um, I think the number was something like Richmond have um, had seven games where they've been resolved by about a kick, by a kick. Yes, and they five of them they've lost, and two yep. of them they've drawn. Yep, I'm like, very poor that's... record. And you compare that to Collingwood, who obviously yeah win the religiously. That's a burn, isn't it? Like that's and then you see a moment like Mackenzie there and um, um, McIntosh. Yeah, get his name right. And you think, well, geez, that's a. And to be honest, there was a moment with Redmond too in that last well, about seven minutes ago when I thought he should have just read it through for a point. And I mm. thought we'd had our moment there too when they kicked a goal from that. Yeah. So, hmm. Sorry, I was listening. I promise you. Um, I want to talk about BZT. He's had a rough month of football. We said some good opposition. He's had very good opposition, but on a personal level, I'm sure that would be no consolation. Um, kept Jack Rewalt goalless. First time Rewalt's been goalless against Essendon since 2016, which is a strange year given we had no one that year for him to be goalless. But anyway, um, a better matchup for him, I'll be honest. It's, mm. it's not Tom Hawkins. Or well, that's right. Hawkins. He's a mobile tool, not a... But I thought Jack played a really smart game. There was a couple of times where he got he just protected the space and mm. kept Sir Thatcher out of the ball, out of the drop zone, tapped it, moved it, whatever. I think he had one shot at goal, running snap and missed. But mm-hmm. in the air, BZT won everything. Mm. Um, all was chopped out. So uh, really good performance. And Rewalt is, again, the kind of guy that likes kicking goals against yep. Essendon, normally when there's two minutes left and they're up by 10 goals. But that's how junk time operates. Um Good game from BZT. Deserved good game from BZT. He's like I said, he's, month. again, we've talked about him a lot, and the it, the the change in him um, since early early to mid last year to now is phenomenal. We, we watched him come in a few times years before from he'd have good form in VFL, and he come play a couple of senior games. And we go, oh, he looks like he's a mile off it. You know, he's just he's getting pushed around. He's you know he's looks a bit he looks very nervous, but. I guess that's, and, and I'd probably say we're seeing it a bit with Wiedemann too, is that you're getting that comfort now. I'm playing every week. The coach is clearly, you're playing every week, mate. You know, you don't no have to else, worry. Yeah. <laughs> One bad game, you're not back to the VFL. And I think that would be the same with Wiedemann too, because we're seeing some really good form from him. Yeah. Like that first half, he was as good a player on the ground. Um, yeah, and not. Seven shots of goal, didn't he? Uh, two, he had five no, shots five, of goal. Sorry, five. Two goals, three. Uh, yep. Kicked the first two goals of the night. And leading contested marker and sort of, I think, took six or seven contested marks. So, he, you know, great game. But I think that they would have said to him at the start of the game, mate, at the start of the year, you play every week. Like, you're in this team. Yes. And and that'd be a big difference compared to Melbourne where he was like, well, if I play a bad game, I'm, I'm back out to the VFL and Brown or someone else comes in. And he's quite safe in the knowledge, too, that when Peter Wright comes back, mm. he's still safe. Yeah, he's not about that. It's about no, both of them playing together, which is what we want to see yet. next. Yeah, yeah. But BZT is the same, as you say. I mean, there is no depth for him, but I think he would have taken a lot from that Hawkins game. Yep. And I reckon possibly an element from Brad Scott on that to leave him on him. Yeah, yeah. And to not rush to take him off because he would have learned. And he's been better since that game. He got but goals just, kicked it, on him, yeah. sure, but he's it, been a lot better. And It's knowing that the coaches accept a bad game because you're in the you're t- like you're a good player. They see you. I mean, you can have bad games. Good players have bad games. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I also think it helps to have Baldwin down there. Oh, for him, we've got to and talk about Ridley him. and Ridley as well. Um, just to... Baldwin's a one grabber. He's a real solid hand. Clean, boom, clean mark and lovely Good. kick. 
kick that kick. We talked about it um, in the second quarter that hit Wiedemann on a lead. Yes, and the entire crowd groaned because we thought it was going to go straight to a Richmond player. Cleared his fingernails by an yep. inch, and um, we but, took a diving mark. That but could Kelly no. take that kick on? No. Would and I love Laverde. Would Laverde or no. could Laverde? No. There's a there's a good conversation we'll have at the end mm. around next week and what happens there because there's some headaches and good headaches. interesting headaches. Fascinating. Mm. Um. Well, let's talk about the back six because. Once again, I mean, high number of inside 50s for Richmond. Yep. Um, I'll actually get the stat if you'll divulge. No, no. Yeah, um, do your thing. We are going week on week. We're conceding a lot of inside 50s, which I guess. Well, well last 60, week it was horrible. 60, which is above average for the AFL. Yep. So um, they were the away team. Yep. Cool. Um, <laughs> make sure I'm reading the right number. Mm. But they've stood up again, as I say. Um, Ridley with 14 marks is incredible. Um, Redmond had a fair bit of footy. Hardwick, which we'll get to the Hardwick news. There's a lot of comments in the chat at the moment around Hardwick. We'll talk about that a bit later on. Um, Hardwick said in his press conference that we just turned the ball over, but there's two elements to that. Yes, they did turn the ball over, but our guys were in the right position, took the marks, and so often we drop those marks and concede and... The ball lives in our D50. But we actually took the marks. Yeah. Um, Ridley, Baldwin, all the same. I don't know if BZT had too many marks himself, but just... But he was doing a lot of punching, I think. that's Yes, yeah, of course. And because of that's the nature more of his contests about the guys he's on, he's not, like, oh. going to be just... <laughs> I lied. He took nine marks. Second yeah, but also, like, he's not going to be just stepping next to Rewalt and outmarking him. He's going to be trying to punch... No, get and the ball that's not his and... goal. Yeah, whereas Ridley and... Probably less Redmond, but Ridley definitely. He's meant to slide across and take those the marks, and that's when when we have really tall options like Reed and possibly Cox. Is that that'll be part of their expectation? Is that they'll be sliding over the top, same as Harris does for um, uh, Brisbane? You know, mm. he yep. sort of he can be a third man up and just clunk. Or Darcy Moore, who yeah, yeah Darcy Moore. broke the record for intercept marks, and then the yeah. AFL took it off him. But... What? So he took 11 intercept marks, which yeah. broke the record by one, and then no, the I, AFL I reviewed it. the footage, and one well, of those took... marks came a fraction of a second after the siren, so they took it off him. So now he's got the equal record. So what, hang on, does that does that change his fantasy scores, like, which has already been done? I imagine it would. I don't know how that works. That's Fantasy's not my... Yeah, that's not your... Um, but in terms of numbers, like Ridley, 32 touches, McGrath, 29 touches, Redmond, 27. That's McGrath's a lot of ball. That's a lot of football in your mm. defensive six, starting defensive six too. They're not sort of the and rotation. they're the better better users. Like I think that what in the two weeks we've seen, I, I mean McGrath's a pretty good user. I mean he had that shock and kick across goal. Yeah, they all do. That's okay. Yep, that's that was a handball too, not a kick. Was it one of the kick? one that they, the one that they kicked a goal from? Well, there was a kick. Anyway, no, that matter. No. Um, everyone knows what we're talking about. Uh, someone can correct it. Whoever's right, it'll be me. Um. <laughs> but so, and Baldwin, I think, is another part of that. Whereas I, I have concerns about one of Kelly's things, and I, we had concerns about Hind last week and his ball use. Mm. And I think with Hind's ball use, is that he gets a lot more uncontested kicks and marks. So therefore, his stats look good. But when I think he's under pressure, he can he butchered it one or two actually. I remember well, he he, he turned the ball over in the fourth quarter, but you can't chase hard then to try and get it back. You can't dwell on one single kick. No, you can't. But it's. When but it becomes a consistent thing. If it is a theme, then yes. And I think 
Yeah. Well, I was going to say, like we saw from um, Heppel early in the year, we were seeing a lot of it. We were really frustrated. He had two or three weeks in a row where he was just turned the ball and over. Since then, he's like 80, 90% efficiency. Since then, he's obviously weeks. said, I'm not going for those kicks, or yep. he's pulled his head in and you know, knows what he's doing. Well, anyway, I don't that's, know what that's, it is. But... That's half of it. Don't take the kicks you can't make. Yep. And there'll be guys in that, not just the back six in the midfield, who know the kicks they are capable of. Merritt. Merritt's a great beautiful example. He can take anything 50. on. He's a beautiful kick inside 50. Ridley's a beautiful field kick. Yep. McGrath, as you say, can be hit and miss, but generally is pretty good. Yep. Hind, his value is the breakaway pace. More That's so right. Disposal. Redmond I thought Caldwell a hit a few good ones too. Caldwell's that kick out of the middle. Mm. To Wiedemann. I again, think to earlier. Mm. But again, he had a shocking kick out of defensive 50 that they got a goal from. Yep. But you can't dwell on it because he's capable of that. And I think that was as much a decision-making error than yeah. the kick itself. So, yeah. Um, awesome game by the back six. Pidge played, I mean, Dusty kicked two goals, but it's Dusty. Yeah, and they were matchup. they were uh, moment-type goals. They weren't from yeah. marks. They weren't from mistakes from us. It was just he picked up the ball. He snapped one from a long way out, and I don't, don't really remember the other one, to be honest. Yep. But, Pidge, one-on-one, Pidge did not get beaten. Nope. Um, Heppel in the first quarter helped him out. There was a 50, like a one-on-one contest in Richmond's forward line that Hep got across and made the spoil and didn't give away a free kick, which is a lot when it's dusty because he gets yep. a free kick if you breathe on him, usually. Um, as a group, Shy Bolton seemed to be everywhere but didn't really affect the scoreboard, nope. apart from a lovely dribble kick. Which Prestia was very quiet. From, from, Prestia was very quiet, yeah. From Prestia's standards. Um. Anything else to add for the defence? I think I've... I uh, no, I just want to mention Baldwin was the one I thought... Uh, I agree with all the other ones. Like in my, Not to give too much away, but my, two of my three best on grounds were defenders. Yes. Because I, I thought, think it's not a Ruckman, because you do love your Ruckman. I do love my Ruckman. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I thought it was a game where I thought the defenders were really, really important. Um, not to say forwards and midfields weren't, but... Anyway. Okay. Know. Okay. It sounds mm-hmm. like Um I think you were spot on with your one grabber comment mm. with Baldwin. He's clean. He's very clean with him. And he does bang. look like a defender, not a forward, I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, he he's bodywork. He, he he reminds me a little bit of um not not just a tiny bit of um uh, Hurley. Like just mm. his body on body. But just his um, appearance, he looks like yeah. a fullback out of the nineties. Yeah, he like he looks just... like an old school footy player. <laughs> like he's not he's not tall and lean. He looks almost a bit thick set. Like he's yeah. not he just goes about and does it really well. Yeah. Reminds me a bit of like a Franger. Interesting. Well, we loved Franger. I, I like Franger. He just couldn't get his body right and maybe his mind right to play enough footy. Playing in the right position, which he still I always felt he was a defender. With. I hated him up yes. forward. He played some beautiful games. Anyway, as a, a VFL defender. We won't go into that. Baby. Awesome. Now we won't. He's gone. Um, all right. I want to talk about the back six specifically because they were brilliant. But when I talk about moments, there's not a lot of back six moments that that are going to come up. So, um, well, yeah, but yes, it's okay. We'll get to that. Okay. Now I want to talk about our forwards, even though I just said I wasn't going to talk about the groups again. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I love it, Sam. Trying. We're trying so hard to be structured yep. and it just goes out the window, especially when I don't know what to talk about because we won and it was freaking phenomenal. We're still surprised. We're still trying. Now, yeah. why did we win? Why did we win? Because we kicked one more point than them. <laughs> that was Chip and Woody's point. 
There Wallace you go. Point. There you go. Wallace All right, people. Point. Thanks for the podcast. We'll uh, be back next week. Three votes. A McDonald, Tip, and Woody. Um, <laughs> I feel like our smalls, mm. although not a lot of touches, the whole forward six actually, not just the smalls. Yep, we're brilliant. And there's moments, and then there's stats to back that up. So Davy Junior mm. made in the first quarter made a contest against Nankervis. Mm-hmm. Worked that one out. That led to Snelling's goal. Mm-hmm. He didn't do much. Nope. But he was there. Well, and I caused the error. From I think Nank. he did do some. I did think he did enough. But yeah. I, well, but it wasn't like point. a solid contact. No. Yep. He just did enough to get the ball yep. to ground, and Snell kicked a goal, which I love. Um, sorry, that was. That was um, David Jr. in the first quarter. My apologies. Yeah, yeah, that's what you said. No, far out. That was Menzi. Menzi first oh. quarter made the contest. David Jr. again against Nankervis in the that's fourth one quarter. I was of, sorry. That led to the Menzi mm. goal. Yes. Yeah, oh, when he kicked it long and then we ran out that, of that. The second last goal we kicked. Yes, yep. that was from David Jr. again competing against yep. Nank that led to a goal. Just... We were critical last week that we got mm. outmarked too easily too often and it was still a little bit of an issue... Of course, Saturday night. But when you've got, I mean, Davy Jr. is a bit taller than a small, small forward, but he's still lean and thin and tiny. Yep. So is Menzi. When they're making aerial contests against the opposition ruckman, no less, hmm. you're in a good spot. Well, that's right. They're just contesting. They're just trying to get the ball. So if they mark it, we we don't have an effect. Correct. If they compete and somehow get the ball to come to the ground, that's when they're dangerous. Yep. And I think to your point, though, what you're making is that, so our top tacklers in the game was Merritt at seven. Great game. Next mm. was Stringer with six. McDonald, Tip and Woody with six. Hobbs and then Menzies. And then um, oh, Alan Davey was in there too. So like three of those, four of those forwards. Well, uh, I've got a stat for that. Yep, go. Sorry. So No, that's okay. That's a good introduction. Um, forward group. Tackles. Waller on a string of six, Menzi four, David Jr. three. And then tied into that, the forward group scoring involvements, which mm. includes goals as well as um, chains. Yep. Menzi eight, Wiedemann seven, Waller string of six, Langen, Langers and Perkins five. Yep. That's a high output, particularly the tackles, as you say. And um, Well, it's what another... we want to see from them is that if they're not, when the ball hits the ground, they've got to be hunting, they've got to be pressuring, mm. they've got to be making teams nervous about. Yes. They what don't actually doing. have to be competing in the air, but the fact they were was critical. Well, competing in the air is important. Somebody has to compete in the air, and if it's only them, they have to go. Well, they have to go, absolutely. But if they're um, not, if somebody else is gone, then they have to, when the ball hits the ground, that's where their you know, bread and butter is. So in terms of uh, AFL average for tackles inside 50, this is this season only. Mm-hmm. Um, the AFL average is 10.6. Our average is 10. And yeah, we had 16. around the mark. Yay. We had 16. Six what? We had 16 tackles inside 50. So that's is that sixty percent? Another sixty percent, yes. Yeah, good math. Look at us doing maths live. Um, yeah, quite simple math, and it still confused us. Um, Thank you, Mrs. Horseman, <laughs> if you're listening. Uh, in twenty sure she'd be dead, actually. We... To be honest, and in a polite way, she was very old at school, not because she was evil. Okay, all right. Moving on. Um, <laughs> in twenty twenty three, we averaged four players with at least one tackle inside fifty, and we had seven. Courtesy of Twitter Sphere. Thank you. Um, and before Saturday night, we'd had three games since the start of 2021, where we had 16 plus tackles inside 50 Anzac day, 2021, which we won by four goals, mm-hmm. Our game against Adelaide in 2021, which we won by 10 goals mm-hmm. 
and our upset win against Sydney at the G late last year, which we won by mm-hmm. nine points. So what's our take-home message? Pressure, forward half pressure, mm. which is still an element of defence, wins you games. Yep. Well, I'd stretch it further. So if you mark, if you can mark the ball, which we did a lot in our defensive the, six, yes, correct. Yep. then you can rebound and you can get it in there. If you get it back in there, then you hold it in there. It makes it a bit easier for the defenders. They don't have to defend all day, like what's happened in our last few games. They're mm-hmm. defending and defending and defending. And then you wear the other teams down. Yeah, I mean, that that sounds stupid because it feels like we're you know, saying obvious things, but it's what you have to do to win games of football. And um, that's what we're trying to do. Good summation. Sorry. It is wildly simple, isn't it, though? Like, you win oh, the ball is, back in your is. defensive half and you keep the ball in your forward half. Yeah, it is. It's, it's it is wildly, wildly simple. simple. But yeah, and then the you win it in the clearance. Shit. Like when the, the ball shit. when it's in con- when it's um in yes. no man's land in a contest, then you try and win that and go forward. You like it seems The simple shit is where we've fallen down for a 100%. long time. And against Brisbane last week we turned the ball over so much. Yep. And we certainly weren't faultless Saturday no. night. We Well let's bring up the Redmond incident. The rush or no rush? Yeah. Well, oh, the yeah. non-rush. Like for me, that's one of that's the brain fart that we can't seem to get rid of. Like, so Redmond was running towards goal. He was in the front position. The ball was bouncing in front of him. He just had to go tunk, with his two hands and hit both of them over the boundary line, or grab it and then run over the point, you know, yeah. line. But like, that's all he had to do. But for some reason, he like tried to keep it in play, and I thought he was probably worried. Oh, I don't want to look like it's deliberate, but he was inside the nine. And he was definitely under pressure. He had a guy right on his back. Yeah, it was it could have been clear behind, but I don't the, the umpires wouldn't have that. gone no, no, no. And and like I'm, as a supporter, I wouldn't have. I would have been pissed off at the umpires because I thought, no, he's done the right thing by carrying it over the line. That would have been. And we're long past that being paid deliberate. Oh, it doesn't help. Anyway, um, he just brain farted, stopped the ball. The Richmond guy, I can't remember who it was, turned around, got the little soccer, and then he had a bit of a wrestle because the proper guy yeah, said, "Dickhead." I reckon Redmond was pretty pissed off at himself. Yep. Yeah. And um, I thought, oh, see, that's and there was another little moment too. Zerk Thatcher, love him, but he double grabber that he should have probably taken, and then the ball spilled out, and they got it. I think that's when they had the shot. Oh yeah, there were a couple thought, of drop the marks. little moments. We've just got to be cleaner at that point. Like he had to mark that. Yeah, and in the fourth quarter, I think Redmond dropped one, possibly Redmond. Mm. Uh, Heppel so definitely dropped one. Heppel definitely dropped one. Yep. And uh, again, not being critical, we won, and we no. take that to the grave, but. They're, they're, games, the they're moments that can cost you games of football. And in that game, they very much could have, obviously, when you win by the slenderest of yep. possible margins. So, And I, I hate to break into your territory here, Sam, but that makes a great segue Ooh. Is what done into you? some of the like, negatives that are from the game. Because I think, to be honest, to take that win away, great. But we have to also, how do we get better? All right, well... You, you tell you me. Ready for negatives, were you? I, I wasn't, but I would like to end on the ultra positives because we haven't got okay. to the obvious parts of the game yet. But this yep. is good because then we can end on the. Yep. the, the Let's the, do a couple of negatives. And they I, were the. Well, well, what we just talked about were mine. The, the yep. sloppy, there's some sloppy um, sort of factors creeping in late in the game. There are a couple of decision making issues. The hind mm. kick in the fourth quarter, the Redmond thing. I think Redmond was a decision making issue around yep. can I rush it? Am I allowed to rush it? Oh, shit, he's kicked a goal. Um, <laughs> other than that, like, I got frustrated a lot 
that, and I don't know if this is within our control or not, Richmond would get, a Richmond player would spoil the ball and it would go like 10 metres straight to Shea Bolton. <laughs> and, it like, and Shea Bolton was the player every single time. Whether his positional awareness is just outstanding. Or he has a magnet. A sheer a dumb magnet on I him. don't know. But Jesus Christ, it drove me insane. But I don't know if that's an us thing or if that was just mm. on another day they would have gone straight to us. Like, I don't yep. know how that how that works. Um and also the bounce of the ball pissed me off. And it did it did ultimately help us. The Menzi goal came from a very yeah. dodgy bounce. Yeah, that one was a very bad bounce That's for Richmond. The perils of the football in the shape that yep, it is. I know. Ball, I get it. Ball. But Jesus Christ, we got some dodgy bounces. Um yep. when we should have had clean ball. <laughs> it mm. went the other way. Um, well the one I wanted to mention was oh. um Andrew Phillips. Ah, oh, flipper. Yeah. Like he's been good him. for us in some games, but the last two weeks have just they're concerning me because so this week had one possession, which came that quarter. was in three quarters of footy, mm-hmm. like sixty five percent. I think game time he touched the but hit his handle. Well, not in the hit. To out, his but... credit, it was effective. Um, yeah, one hundred percent hundred percent. Two yep. score involvements, one mark, which was what the disposal came from. Obviously, one yep. tackle and eight hit outs. Yeah, that's I'm sorry, that's, Flipper. That's I'm sorry. It's not. And and we'll get to this a bit later on, but when you've got yep. buddy Brian smashing down the door at this point. Well, we'll okay. talk about it. That's why I wanted to lead to his VFL numbers. But, I mean, so he was up against a lot of the times. So he was up against Dan Kerber sometimes, of course. But the other times he was up against a, I'm going to say, 10-gamer in um, Samson Ryan. Mm-hmm. And he just was beaten mm-hmm. a lot of the times, I felt. Well, and... No, there's some back to the Melbourne game. Very good Ruckman, but yes. go back to the Melbourne game because that's the pinnacle yep. of um, Ruck two Ruckman. That's if we were going to play a game with two Ruckman, that's mm-hmm. that's how we would do it. They were both taken marks, contested marks, and Draper, Draper took five three, marks in this game. So that's his job. Get two. So Draper yep. kicked three goals. Phillips kicked two. Now neither of them kicked goals on Saturday, but. Draper had, or did you say six marks, five marks? All of them in the first half, I believe. Yep. But he looked like a threat. Mm. And he was getting his own ball. Um, Yeah, yeah. Probably had a few clearances, to be honest. Quite quickly. One clearance, which is a bit, that's centre clearance. Sorry, that's one centre clearance. Um, But way more involvement in the play. And like Mm. you say, this isn't just one week of Flipper, who I love. As a backup ruckman. Yep, but I think it's that's my point. Is that it's become the stage where I want him to be a backup ruckman now, yes. because um, in the VFL, uh, our boy Nick Bryant had twenty five disposals, eleven marks. Now this is VFL, of course, different, but eleven marks, two tackles, two, thirty seven hitouts. Like when you're playing VFL. Mm. And you're still you playing are, against grown men. Well, that's what I'm going to come against. So you're 21. Yep. You're playing against either kids that are your own age. Yep. Who aren't getting in their respective AFL side. Or you're playing against more senior bodies who aren't quite good enough to make it in the AFL. Either way, you're playing against a comparable level. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't see how he stays out, but I've said that for three weeks now. So... Well, so as you said, Nick Bryant's twenty-one. He's he's. I think how many games? Two, uh, three. Yeah, um, so we find some not many. One apparently. He's played more than that. I'm sure. 
Well, so that is one. No, um, played games. So five in twenty-two, one in twenty-one. So six games. There you go. That's not a lot of footy. And mm. I would. Um, we're going to West Coast this year. I don't want to get to the next level of thing, but you know, we're going over to West Coast. They don't have. I don't think Nat Nick Nat will be playing. So. They'll have two kids rucking or young players. And I would thought it's a great opportunity to take him and, you know, almost give him the number one ruck medal for the game. Let Draper players that forward a bit more and just give him a good run, see what happens. Mm-hmm. And then with the you know, you got North Melbourne after that and then Carlton after that, I would give him the run into the to the bye and see what he can do in the three games. Look, no matter what happens, we're certainly not losing anything. No. Brian, oh, sorry, Brian, wrong guy. Um, Flipper's not having an effect. But you've got to contest. reward VFL form, don't you? Well, you do to a point. You can't gift games just because they're playing no. in the VFL. There's got to be a need, but there but is we're a We're talking need. about three or four really good. And, you know, he's coming off a season last year yeah. where I think he was our best and fairest. And critically, though, there's a need at AFL yeah. level. It's not yeah. like Voss where you'd kind of have to create a position for him. I agree. Which sucks for him, but that's just the way it is. Yep. He's got competition. Whereas Flipper's um the competition and he's, you have yes. to say Brian's knocking, knocking down the door on him. Good, yep. Um anyway. we'll cover off more of that later on. Yep. Anything else we we won't call them negatives, we'll call them things to work on. Things to worry about or work on. Do you have anything else? Because I, I don't I'm oh just the, the um the the moments and the you know that you know um fumbliness and a few mm-hmm. things like that. But we were a very young, young team. Like I, I don't, I don't. I guess I want to be really excited about this win. But I also will take the other point I want to take out of this is that Richmond, to be honest, were where were they on the ladder? Like they haven't been very good. Let's well, and let's right, be honest. Then they beat Geelong last week, and the whole AFL world kind of went, oh. Well, they started writing articles that they're back. They're back, yeah. So we've firmly squashed that. But they've um, only had. Three wins for the year. Yeah. So let's just, like when we talked about last week that we we you know and, and this one what I'm trying to say is about you know great win really pumped but let's like so we've got West Coast North Melbourne Carlton let's let's make this four wins in a row let's yeah. go into the bye at five and five above and nine and no, five eight we're five and five now eight and five no, eight and five let's I get to make. the let's beat crappy teams that we're playing the next two weeks and let's beat Carlton who aren't great. I think the big thing to take away, yes, Richmond haven't been very good, so sure, but we haven't beaten them since for nine years. No, that's that's a big factor. And Massive. That's a wood. Huge. That's a wood for for the club as a whole, just to get that off their back. And mm. yeah, Richmond have been very good in that time. Obviously, we've been quite poor. So to get that monkey off the back is great. To win in front of seventy eight thousand people. It just bodes well that they can handle those situations. We were five goals up against Collingwood in front of mm. 95,000 people. Like They can handle that sort of situation. Yep. I know we lost Anzac Day, but I said it then, that was about Collingwood, I think, more than us. Yeah, yeah. They're the best team in the competition, surely, at the moment. Mile. They well, should have. Mild, I don't know. Yesterday's game ended up such a dull affair, but yeah. they were incredible in the first Half. They just made them look ordinary, and I did enjoy it. I got to say, I'm not obviously massive. Oh, it's a challenge that game. I don't know who to barrack for. When, um, sorry, digressing here. Bobby Hill running down the wing that sent Sard. Um, glorious, yeah. just brilliant. I don't, I don't yeah. even care. That I do great. love it that you know Sard's now in a team that's two positions below us in the ladder. That's a little bit of <laughs> the shitty thing about Collingwood is that they play good football. Yep. And they've really seemed to sort out the off-field stuff. 
Like, do you well, see the yeah, video? Like the Dago, you mean? And, or and just, the just all of it. It's, it's all positive. The video mm. of um, their the mum's mum doing the yeah, yeah, yeah. pump up last. It was just, it was brilliant anyway. Well, I guess that's a good coach. And then, yeah. they, then therefore, put a good culture in. And I don't want to gush I mean, over Collingwood, but they're getting a lot right at the moment. The thing there could be, but maybe Buckley, although he was a very good coach, wasn't great at culture. Possibly. And now they got both. So, mm. yeah. And we should have beaten them. I will stand by that. We probably should have beaten them. Ah, we should have, but we didn't. That's Move the on. thing. Move on. Right. Well, let's get to the moment. Let's get to that fourth quarter. Um, obviously, Stringer, go, Stringer kicks a critical goal where McIntosh runs away oh. from him. Maybe Stringer started and maybe he just stunk. Who knows? Um, yeah. Durham kicks a lovely set shot earlier in the quarter. Oh, you just disappeared. What happened there? Oh, well, look. Um, <laughs> these fake backgrounds on Zoom. Um, we really must get a green screen. <laughs> um, Durham kicked a lovely set shot goal earlier in the quarter that was obviously critical. And then you get to that scenario where Redmond should have rushed the ball, absolutely. They kick a goal. About seven minutes left at that point. Yep. And I mentally at that point went, ah, well. I accepted. Yep. Same. That was probably it. Um, well, my brother-in-law, as I said earlier, turned it off. Turned the TV off. Turned it off, other. people. People. He no. turned it off. Anzac Day 2009 should tell every single Essendon fan to never tune out early. Yep. All right. Well, these are my 10 goals. And I was, I was at the stage I said to him, but it's only two goals. Like, mm. 10 minutes. It was frustrating because it was such a frustrating yeah. goal to concede. Yep. I get the rage of turn it off. Yep. But yeah, surely you turn it back on at some point. I would have. T- I would have. And then a minute right. later, I'm back in. So let's go. Two things actually. Waller kicks a point. Richmond take it down the other end, and Cotton lovely kick hits mm. Ryan Mansell, mm-hmm. who thirty-five kicks out kicks it out angle. full. Now I'm not going to pump myself up too much. I would have scored. I might have crept it in for a point. <laughs> That's a big call, Sam. Rushed through, probably. I wouldn't That's have made the trip. big, big call. Everyone, the full. I'm going to get Sam on an oval soon. That's fine. You do that. <laughs> um, don't, actually. Take it all back. Um, no, I'll come back to that. So he kicks it out on the full. And at that point, we all went, like, A, you wanker, you missed it. But also, hmm. Mm. Maybe, maybe it's just meant to be. Ooh, that's and that's a dangerous way to think. Mm. So from there, I'm not quite sure how it happened, but it got to a throw in on the far side in front of the interchange, or sorry, far yep. side from where I sit, mm. on the interchange bench, um, throw in where all these moments happen sequentially. So the first moment is Dustin Martin picks up the ball, five metres clear of Zach Merritt, streaming inside 50. Merritt catches up, tackles him, Affects the kick. Huge, huge moment in the context Mm. of what happens next. Gets to the 50 meter line. um, Rewalt and Zach Thatcher again kind of scrapping a little bit. For reasons unknown to most people, Rewalt soccers it straight to Ridley. Questionable decision that one, but anyway, it happened. Yep. Ridley goes out to Redmond, who you made a good point before the pod that had worked extremely hard to get from the stoppage side. Well, he'd come on it. That's when that stoppage happened. He Baldwin had sprinted his guts off to the um, bench, and Redmond had ran out to the to make a two on one against um, one of their young defenders, um, one of the Richmond defenders. So he was defender had sorry forward had two Essendon defenders on him. Yep. That really wins the ball. I think it was really won the ball from that soccer yep. kick. Yep. Goes out to Redmond. Redmond. 
and then somehow Ridley was there again. I can't remember the exact. It's a bit of a no, no, Redmond sprints down the. So Redmond sprints down the ring wing. Ring. Ring. <laughs> I've gone blank on the details. He's too excited. Do you want me to explain what happens next? Yeah, you, you take over. And I'll so Redmond sprints down the wing. He kicks it long to a contest. Uh, Stringer. And there's a bit no, of a no, fumble no, there. It comes to, it comes and then to it comes the back out to Heppel. And then Heppel takes the mark against the Richmond guy. Then he hits Redman up again. Redman turns around. Yes. And so hits, Redman then tries to Stringer again. It went to a contest with Draper. Mm. And three of them, it falls to the back. And the Richmond, there. and at that point, too, if I interrupt, the Richmond defender on Stringer went up to the contest. Yes. And didn't affect it. And that went over. Stringer the back, was left at the very back. Essendon the ball came to him. To do. Yep. And at that point, I thought left. Stringer's going to have a ping. Mm, same. Hells it round at the top of the goal square where Durham takes very good contested mark. That and what did Durham say in the interview? Kind of shat himself because the yep. um, the ball was coming towards him. Yep. It took the mark and immediately immediately thought of his debut game where he missed a goal at the top of the goal square, which yep. I'd forgotten about, thankfully. Yeah, but when he said it, I remember. I went, oh, that was a shocking yeah, miss too, I remember. We were partying like we'd won the game at that point. Yep. You don't miss from the top of the goal square, do you? Kicks the goal. Imagine if, let's just stop there for a moment. Imagine mm. if he'd missed. No, I don't want to. Makes me feel mm. sick. Um, kicks the goal. Ball goes back to the middle. We're made to wait an eternity because there was a pitch invader down yeah, the What Richmond was that end. about? Yeah, someone jumped on the ground at the Richmond end, which I found out a couple of weeks ago. It's a criminal record. Really? Yeah. That so doesn't seem worth it. I've been a member for 14 years and I've had the same security card sitting in front of us that whole time, every time we're at the G. Mm. And I had a chat to him. That's what he told me. 11 grand, criminal record. That's not um, worth it. That's no. not worth it. I'm sorry. Not, anyway, just in case you were thinking yep. about it. Made to wait an eternity. We're all standing up because we know there's seven seconds left. Yep. News, news travels fast. Yep. Um, Draper comes in, smacks it into open space. Beautiful. Perfect, Beautiful. perfect play. Durham again gets yep. there first, scraps the ball, siren goes, we fucking lose our shit. And I thought that the really important part there too was that, so that centre bounce. I was saying, I was watching it with my mother, which was pretty painful, but we won't go to that. <laughs> and I was saying, really important centre clearance. So they can, if they get this clearance down straight to a clean one to Seven a midfielder, he enough. kicks it, they can take enough. a mark, yeah, the game yeah. can still be decided. Absolutely. Our Ruckman needs to compete here. He needs to get either a clearance or a, a bring it straight down and get a contact, get them all jumping on the ball. Mm. And which what you was- do, gets up and just goes, Whoosh! Splaps at about twenty meters out, yeah. And that was the the tap down to no one would have been good because, as you say, yep. you all jump on it, and that kills time. But yep. the two or three seconds for that ball to travel exactly. where it went, and then you compete for two more seconds. And there was no one over there, that so was it was a rush to all get over yeah. there. And then that was the game. Yep, and exactly. It was high IQ football, and quite often I talk about how much we're a low IQ football team. Sometimes it was high IQ and high ability, like to. To yeah, and clearly execution. win the tap out against Dan Curvis. Like, yeah. Now, in that passage of play, so we went in the 50 once to, I think Martin kicked it to Waller. Yep. Just fell and short. And just fell short. Would have been so fitting if it was Waller, but anyway, mm. we digress. Um, a quick hat kick comes out. It's Dyson Heppel on a Richmond defender who I'm not quite sure who it was. One of the young Takes a beautiful contested mark. Yep. Right. That's the step one in that is that it was a really good contested mark at a crucial Close. time. Two, he kicks it to Redmond. Didn't blaze away. Nope. Didn't just bomb to a pack. Which he I'm made sure it so that wouldn't have Redmond could put it a lot closer. Yeah. Redmond stopped. Again, situational awareness. There was mm-hmm. enough time for him to stop. Yep. It wasn't super time critical at that point. I think the kick he put in wasn't brilliant. No. But fortune, you know, 
Fortunately, Stringer, Stringer kicks it to Duds. So just so many moments in that build-up. Mm. And there was a few comments on Twitter about it being the best atmosphere at an Essendon game for a long time. I don't remember a celebration like that in the crowd since Anzac Day 2013 when Job wow. kicked that goal from the pocket yeah. and we stormed yeah. away the last goal. That was a beautiful day. This was party. You know, I wanted to hug every person around me. Um, we were high-fiving people we didn't know. It sounds not a touchy-feely guy. I should no, I'm really not. not. Um, it was not like just... Dawn. <laughs> no one knows who Dawn is, but yeah, it's not like Dawn. Um, <laughs> just the kind of game of football that, one, that's why I go to footy. That's yeah. why I love it and why I go. But two, just a real good vibe. Fuck you, Ross Line. It's a good vibe. I don't care what well, you it's, think. Well, um, it's been a while, as I said, since we've had a few go the wrong way. For us, mm. like, I think mm-hmm. back to Sydney, you know, and I think back to the the. That's what it gave me vibes of Collingwood game. game, yeah, yeah. Mark, Mark, yeah. So, so I finally to get one where Durham took it, and and when he took it with thirty odd seconds to go, so oh, please use the freaking clock up, please. Yeah. And he probably don't could give have them... took. He probably could have taken yeah. another two seconds or three seconds, which again, yeah, is I, was, so I would have been watching the clock and going, well, I'll just yeah, go. Pull your socks up, tie your shoelaces. Mm. You know, you can't stand there and watch the clock. But yeah. you can, you know, gamesmanship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, and then he kicked it and it was seven. I went, that's enough like time. Yeah, that's enough time. And when they said yep. it in the crowd, I was going, oh, that's enough. <laughs> yeah, felt the same. I was like. And we are so burnt as supporters yeah. that yep, we, we automatically go. Emotionally to scarred, Sam. Worst case scenario. Yep. Um, but didn't happen. We we finished it off and had one of our most memorable wins in, in a long time. So. Yep. Because we are the champions. We are. Yeah. Champions is a bit much. Sounds like we won the flag. Oh, just let me have this. Okay, you can have it. Uh, votes, please. Oh, do you want to go first or me? No, I went first last week. You, mine's okay. different to yours. So well, you can well, it's first. pretty hard with three. Merit. Great game. Merit was the like, clear and obvious. Yes. Just a great game for the skipper. Really, really become. And there's the tackles, it's the kicking, it's the. It's leading What's... by example, which I love him. Uh, two for Ridley as best game he's played in and he, only ninety him. games he's played. I, I sometimes have to step back and think about that because I expect a lot from Ridley. Mm-hmm. But he's not you know, he's that he's gotta be at hundred imagine him at 150, 200 games. Anyway, I'll go one McGrath because he was great last week. He was very, very good again this week. I would have loved to have gone um Wiedemann or Baldwin. I thought um Caldwell was great, Hobbs was great. There were a lot of really Really good guys that could have taken that one, but I wanted to support it. I didn't give Hobbs a vote, so I'll talk about him a little bit now. He was hard. He's a hard footballer. He's tough. He Again, that left foot's going to be an issue. Yep, I agree. And a couple of weaknesses, but... Mm. He's a kid. He's a kid. It's all... Yeah, I I think that, again, like Paris is not playing for a couple of weeks. After the bye, the Dars, I think. Yeah. Uh, My votes? Yep. Yep. Merit three, as you say, typified by that chase down on Dusty. That was literally game-saving pressure. Uh, Ridley two, just controlled that aerial battle in in our defensive 50. And I gave one to Durham. And I know that sounds a bit like just sucking up the bike to kick the winning goal, but he was in everything in the last quarter. Exactly. He was winning the footy impacts. He kicked the goal earlier that was a critical shot at goal. Got in the right spot and was actually quite consistent across all four quarters. So, I tell you what, I um, went, I realized 
um, after the game that they'd moved him forward because I just thought, gee, I'm seeing him down forward a lot. What he, you know, it's normally Martin that's the more attacking. Yeah, group. and I thought actually a bit of a light bulb moment. He would make he, a very good forward because beautiful overhead, like it's one of his real strengths. Yeah, and the mark was not an accident. He's no, actually he's got a solid set of hands. Yeah, genuinely, he outmarks a lot of people. Yeah. Like overhead. he's got a really good leap and mark, one grabber kind of guy. And there was another little contest in that last quarter where he came in, picked it up, scooped, span around sort of a few, like Richmond. That was on the top of the 50, yeah. Yeah, top of the 50. Won the ball, danced out the way. Went to boot it, and then I think it hit someone in the head, actually. I think he might have booted it into someone's head. or like It was heavily smothered. I think, the way he but, won the footy was... was the way he won the, the footy. that's the sort thought, of shit I'm talking about. He was yeah, not thought, just that one moment. Is he a forward? Is he like, is you know, is he? could he be like a really damaging, like a Pepper Power sort of half forward that can... Pepper Pow, Pow Such Pepper. a great history with names. Yes, Pow Pepper. Yeah, you know the guy. Pepper Pig. Him and him and McIntyre are up for Richmond there. Yep. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, so I, I just think, I, I, just, I thought, like, because you know how I talked about, I said a few, week or so before, see, what I think about Durham is that he's a very good player, but he's got that um, sub sort of thing about him that he mm. could really influence a game. And that That's what I'm talking about. That last quarter how he came on, took marks, really influenced the game in that patch. That's kind of what I can see him can do. Whereas on the it, wing, he's a little bit... Well, it's... it'd be interesting because he's playing wing now because there's a need for a winger. But yep. that's where we're deficient. Mardo's a brilliant winger. He's ball use. I still think he... Sardis is the yeah, well, other winger. We'll control what we can control now. Yep. Mardo has nine phenomenal kicks and then one shit one. Yeah. There was which, one shit one too. Yeah, which is fair enough. If you can hit ninety mm. percent of your kicks, that's fine. He's so calm with the ball. He's got that Pendlebury esque awareness of what's around him. Exactly. And he's able to stop and turn and just makes take good his time. decisions. Good decision maker. That kick to Waller. I know it mm. fell a millimeter short, but yep. with no disrespect right to there. Waller, if it was a bit more agile, faster player, it might have <laughs> been the perfect kick. I know Waller's another conversation, probably not yep. for now, but no. um, yeah, just. That's the attacking side of the wing. It's hard to suggest Durham's future now because he's just kicked a winning goal and was very good. Maybe he's not a winger. Maybe he can be a half forward. Well, do you? is there a world where him and Langford share a wing and a half forward role? Depends what happens with Sardis. It's too hard to call. Yeah. To me, Sardis, like what is exciting, I think, about Sardis, just to go off top a little bit, is, okay, so we watched um, Wardlaw, Wardlaw play on the weekend. He looked very, very good. Sheasel's been very, very good. Mm. Um, you know, Mackenzie at Hawthorne's been very good. Um, Philippou at um, St. Kilda. Um, was Humphreys up at Gold Coast. All these kids, like they're looking like really talented, like a really talented batch Great, of yeah. players. And from all reports, now Sardis hasn't played, but he was as good as those top three or four as Sheasel and those guys when the it draft was, was hitting. It was Sheasel, Wardlaw and Sardis. Yeah. That was they were the three that could have gone one. Any direction. Yep. One two all you know, those ones were the ones they were talking about as one, twos and threes. Like So I'm very excited about what he could bring anyway. Yeah. Look, conversation for the future right now. Durham yep. is clearly the best winger in the AFL, yep. and you can. And I'm not knocking Durham in this. I'm just thinking of thinking of the future, which is fine. Yep. But Stars has just won us the game of footy, so it's we'll drop we him. We can just say he's the best winger going around, and yep. be done with it. All right, I've got some socials. Um, bit of a Love different a bit of socials. A different approach to I had this. To do this socials week. on Saturday night with my family. You did. I had to do socials with seventy-eight thousand people at the MCG. 
That's different. You don't know. Because I'm a real supporter. I go to games of football. I'm a real supporter. <laughs> um, there's been a few comments live. I want to touch on Mr. Phil. So Phil is here Phil? every week. Every week in the chat. Um, which you know, when you're early on in your days doing a podcast, that sort of stuff. These people you remember. And we know Phil. No Phil. We he made the trip up. after Phil. Yes, we should. That should be our best and fairest. Mm. Made the trip up from Tassie. Um, yeah. Telling me that he had only been to one game at the MCG before. Never and lost. Won. So 100%. Mm. He continues that streak. And I think we need to go fund me to get oh. every single game. Maybe just a final. We'll save it for... Maybe if we make the final, finals, yeah. can we save Phil? Like, can we'll we pay, pay for, for Phil's trip? Yeah, yeah. Sounds good. How's that, Phil? Does that work don't, for you? Don't snip that or cut them. What do they call it? Don't Keep that. No, me. come on, Phil. So, so if you're free in September. I don't think we're going to have in. to worry this year, but yes. Keeps his 100% streak. Has been very active in the chat tonight. Um, I've said a couple of things that were because he's sort of mentioned it in the chat. So we appreciate oh, the so input from like everyone. You knew what we're talking about. It's just Phil again. Oh, it's just introduction to, to topics <laughs> that I forget because I don't remember every single detail about a game of football. Fair enough. Um, we appreciate you, Phil, and all of our listeners. Most of the post, most of Phil, yeah. No, all of them <laughs> equally. No and favorites. Sam's mum. No favourites here. Sure. <laughs> Weird interlude. Uh, I put a post on the page today on the Facebook, the Don Pod, um, asking for your takes. Got a really good response, which we don't often get from Facebook these days. Bit of a dead medium. So I'll read through a couple of them if that's all right with you, Nathan. Mm, go. Yep, I'm keeping you up. No, no, I'm just the hardwick <laughs> thing. Oh, yeah, we'll get to that. Um, so quite a theme of just hard work. Um, Naomi says, watching the boys fight it out and not quit, even when it seemed like Richmond had run, they showed real grit and super proud of them all. Um, Dean followed up with, we never gave up. We were three goals down in the fourth quarter and found a way to win, which is all, all very accurate. And I think that's what we've missed a lot over the last few years. When you get that two or three goals down, you go, oh, well, we gave it our best shot. Um, Bill... Bill commented that we were a bit, we had a bit of luck finally, and mm. I was a bit perplexed at that initially because I thought of all the times the ball didn't bounce our way and all that. So I asked him for a bit of clarification. Um, he said a few bounces, and as I touched on, we did kick that second last goal because of a very fortunate bounce. Yep. So yeah, fair enough. Biggest bit of luck I reckon was the rewalt toe poking it to Ridley and then bang mm. the rest of his history, as well as the out on the full. Yeah, hundred percent. Don't know if that's luck per se. You make your own luck in football, but. Yes, I get the get the point. But the the rewalt was very interesting. Like I'm sure he'd very very really like to have that moment again. Yeah, yeah. From a guy who's played 300 and yeah, whatever three premierships games. and all that sort of stuff. Like to just sang with the killers. Um, Nick <laughs> makes a good point, and I really like this. We've got enough midfield depth to deal with the loss of Parish. I'm not sure if he's meaning there that if he leaves the club entirely. I I took it as just that we're, we we can cover him if weeks. he's injured, which is which is really good. I still That's don't a real feather. Paris to leave. No, neither. But you think of who we were missing. Like Setterfield's been great as that different size mm-hmm. mid. No Parish. That's some big shields. No Shield as well. That's some big losses from that midfield, and we covered it quite comfortably. Yeah, I, I agree. But again, I, and I don't want to be the glass half empty on no, this one. What are you doing? We were playing Richmond, who Taranto, by far their best midfielder. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They didn't have Hopper, and then after that, I, I don't. They're not. They're not good in the mids. Like, let's be Shai honest. Bolton, Dusty. Dusty didn't really play. Shai well Bolton's a very Shai good football Bolton player, but he's not 
But he's not a big body mid who's crushing through and stealing the clearances. Even still, if you were to look at it on paper and go Richmond without Hopper, Essendon without Parrish, Setterfield, and Shield, I I I agree. Just but take I'm it just saying, time. hold your horses, people. No. Okay, Why are you all of a sudden being the reasonable one? This is such a change of roles. Well, because I don't know <laughs> to know what's happening. What are you doing? You're normally I'm sorry. I apologize. But I'm just saying that Richmond have won three games this year. You know, like they've beaten Geelong, yes, but they've also beaten, I think, West Coast and or they drew with Carlton. And at the moment, we don't think much of them. So no. I'm just right. trying to pound the farm. Don't stop it. Um, Regan, and I'm interested in your thoughts on this because yep. it was one of my concerns. Passion in the box. Been yeah. missing for years. Loved what it. I'm really liking is its positive passion. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's none of the arms out, passion stupid things. face when an umpiring decision goes against us. It's all, nope. it was a celebration that we'd won. Mm. And I love the fact he got the players together on the ground. And he talked about this in the press conference, said, yep. make sure you get to those bloody supporters. Yeah, yeah. Because we've been through hell with Richmond. Mm. Just mm. aware. The, 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 the awareness yeah, no. that that was a thing in the, 10 minutes after a game of football, we won by a point. Was, yeah. Um, I've had a lot of um, Essendon mates tell me that they were very frustrated with Truck. He showed no emotion. Yes. The only time I remember and, Truck doing that was when Draper kicked goal of the year. Yep. And and um, and to, and part of me was like, oh, but it's good not to have a freaking idiot in the box. You know, you see some coaches just oh, the screaming stupid. and singing and dancing about everything. But I did agree with him. I was like, yeah, knife if he showed some life, you know, a like. A little bit. Like, when we were getting flogged, you know, he should be like, I don't know, something. I want to see that he's angry as well because it felt like he was like, oh, no, this is all part of the plan. They showed Scott a couple of times after something bad had happened and he'd be kind of grumpy looking and talking to his coaches. And even that is a change because it wasn't just truck. Worstfold was just as bad. Yeah. Worstfold just looked like he was eating sandwich, a bit doing a bit of that sort of eating his lollies, drinking his water, going, oh, there's a game on. He was just padding the retirement fund, I think. Um, I, I, we were, me and you both were so concerned about Scott, but right now, one of the better decisions we've made as a football club for. Again, I I think he's going great, but I'm not. Right now. When we win a premiership, that's when he will be. Right now. Right now. It's a great decision decision. because the, I mean, again, to look at another club, Carlton early in there, like by about mid last year, they were like, wow, boss is a great coach. Yeah, Look at us flying. Sacked. Now they want him sacked. Well, they, they nearly do this week, don't they? They're, like, they're, mm. they're nearly like, nah, everything's wrong. How can we have two common medalists and a Brownlow medalist and be this crap? And a bit like me, yeah. like, oh, I do agree. But and it's more your list, actually. I think you'll find. Trips is a shadow of what he was last year. But their list is ordinary. Let's, like, their bottom six or so yeah. players are not good players. Yeah, correct. I agree with you. Let's not talk about Carlton. Sorry. Sorry, Carlton. Now, a bit of opposition analysis here from Chris, who is a friend yep. of ours. Um, used to work with for uncomfortable word Chris is a good bloke an acquaintance Acqu- <laughs> my friend Nathan's acquaintance I've got photos of them on a road trip that wait that sounds really sus yeah, no, looking no, very don't. happy we had pants that, on everyone that yeah. would suggest they were very good friends um, he had a bit of a whinge about Channel 7's coverage which mm. fair enough um, Zach Merritt taking his game to a whole other level and Jake Stringer is one of the laziest players ever. We probably need to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, as a Richmond supporter, he agrees with Phil, don't we all? Um, about how it's stuck, stuck to their game plan, very disciplined. And yes, I would watch my back if I were you. <laughs> a bit of, there's a bit of commentary in that post on Stringer 
that he wasn't very effective and he didn't have a lot to do with the game and mm. all that jazz. Yep. I want to say he had six tackles, which this he was great. rolling through the midfield a bit, so probably a bit bumped from that. But what you get with Stringer yep. is that goal from 55 on the run. He's well, a moments he, player. Don't forget who's kicked it to Sam Durham. And he had the composure not to have the shot, which for Stringer I think is a big deal because <laughs> yep. he would have had that shot two or three years ago, even last year without the change in mentality. Yep. But he doesn't have to kick five goals. Yes, he didn't have a massive impact, but when he mattered or when it mattered, he did. And he's oh. a big body in that forward line, which is actually just as critical. Yeah, I agree. And I wonder too, like he didn't have a great preseason because he, you know, he yeah. got injured in the later half of it. Like how much of it is he, he might be carrying a little niggle and he's starting to just struggle a little bit because he, like, um, so he had, no, really? Leave us all waiting. He led the team for CBAs. Yeah, wow. 88% followed by Zach Merritt at 83 and Sam Draper at 79, obviously, and Jai Caldwell, 79. That's really surprising. Yeah. I wouldn't have said that. No, neither. That does now question his numbers because they're not very good numbers that he's rolled out with. Like, A little bit, but still, you're doing the team thing. Do and, and this was what I wanted to bring up. Do we... So we're going to West Coast this week. Do we rest, manage him Can and bring in that? Voss? Question in a second. I've got one more comment. Okay, sorry. I want to just get through for the socials. Yep, no, I apologize. That's okay. Try and keep some control over the structure. Uh, Corey, we have the right coach, a, a gun captain, mm. and a talented young list. If mm-hmm. Baldwin, Brian, and Reed develop strongly, then sky's the limit. Important to remember Baldwin's like 20. Yeah. Yeah. So, he, again, he would, he might have played 10 games. Yeah. But I'll check that. You probably. Probably overs, I reckon. How much do you want to put on it? No, we don't bet here. We don't bet. The the, the feeling is that we're moving in the right direction, and Corey's kind of summarised it quite well there. Good coach, good captain, good list. Young list. We expect some ups and downs, but generally a good list. Six. Six. I said you were overs. I said, what? You said 10, and I said you're probably over. Oh. Okay. So what are you fist pumping for, Clown? I know, because I thought I was right, but obviously no, I wasn't. you are not right. I mustn't have heard and what you said I want everyone correctly. here to know that. Damn it. Nathan was wrong. Previously, I thought you were saying he's over 10 games. I went, no. You are, you are over. You are over oh, in your no, estimation. No. So we were both so we were right. Both right we're listening, not, yeah. not listening to each other. Oh, such a normal thing. Hey, hey, hey you were not listening to me. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. Oh, so listening you do to that to me. Yes. Um... Yeah, so six games of football he's played. Yeah, and he's, six. He's very still a young man. He looks he looks like he's twenty eight. I'll admit. He's um he is 20, 193 is ninety seven kilos. He's bigger than Lav. I found out today because I was having an argument with a mate about Lav, which is a good How segue. Bigger, like by centimeters or uh, same height, but Lav's he's got about six or seven kilos on Lav. Oh, that's interesting. Very interesting. Now I don't okay. know how recent that information was, but that was what Google told me. Well, I'll have a look on the Essendon, on the AFL website. You think do, that'd be... Do. Now, we need to talk about next week, and we'll wrap up this a bit quicker because we've gone over time. Sorry, everyone, if it was your bedtime. West Coast next week. Um, You're right. 
interesting scenario unfolving over there in Perth with West Coast, where the Simpson keeps his job. They can't have lost, two coaches sacked this week. They've just lost arguably to the second worst team in the comp by 109 points, something phenomenal. Imagine if we had a coach sacked after playing a game and then played a team the next week where they just sacked their coach. That's the sort of shit we need to get Sir Swamp Thing on Twitter. Oh, yeah, that'd be... On too. That yep. wouldn't have happened before, surely. Mm. Um, we have an ongoing thing between me and you that the teams that play a team that's just had a coach sacked... Well, sorry, if you have your coach sacked the next week, you win. It's a very good chance you'll win. And it happens a lot. <laughs> like even the North Melbourne, they were very, very close and their coach just had to step away for a while. Yeah. Um, so that worries me. It worries me that West Coast are $10 to win and we're $1.04. I'm we were not talking comfortable. about putting a couple bucks on West Coast. I'm not comfortable with that scenario. Yeah, and I think collectively there's a lot of Essendon people, supporters, who were like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> this is we've, the kind of game. We've got a lot of scars. Yeah, we do. Um in terms of changes for you, nothing forced, I don't believe. There was no injuries, no suspensions to think. talk about. So what would you think? Phillips for Brian is Phillips for Brian is hundred percent. Then the question mark is obviously Kelly and Laverde and Shield, if they're fit, who do they push out? Mm-hmm. And And Guelph is also available. And Guelphie's played a VFL game and was pretty decent. So for me, personal opinion. Yep. Love it. Lav doesn't come back in straight away. Nope. I think we've got that balance right in that back six for now. And getting that experience for Baldwin is kind of important. And Kelly's kind of in the same boat. I don't think he comes back in because, again, there's no one to push out. Well, that what, has to be someone like Hind or Massimo well, down. So what I was going to say, yeah. leave Mass in the side. Yep. So he come, he's the sub, so he doesn't have to go out. Leave him in the side. Hind out. Mm. Shield in. And have Mass as that running defender. So who goes... And then you pull a sub from somewhere else. I'm not Snelling quite... or something like that. Possibly. Although I like Snelling in the side, which is why I haven't yeah, taken I him too. out for Shield. Yep. Um, it's an interesting game because I think it does give us an opportunity to maybe manage some players that are 100%. carrying some slight niggles. I don't think we can go too much thinner in the midfield. I don't but... want to be arrogant, but... We should go over and we've win that game. We've just lost a Hawthorne by 110 yeah, points. We just, like, like if we, we've just beaten, you know, Richmond. We should be able to just say, okay, boys, just do the same thing for three and a half quarters. We and should be able to knock them over by 50 points. This is a huge test of our mm. mental capabilities as a, as a team, but also how much has really changed. If the game plan stands up and we just go out there and play that football, we will win quite comfortably, I imagine. I agree. What we've been guilty of in the past, and this is going back more than just the last couple of seasons, is getting to an opponent like that and playing Mm. their style of football. Yep. And we might win those games. I don't remember losing too many of them, but it's a scrappy, ugly game of football. Yep, I agree. It's a big test for the game plan. I would think, and if Guelphie's fit, I don't mind him coming in as a sub option. Absolutely not. Yep. Yep. I would think that it's a great opportunity the next two weeks, so we've got West Coast, North Melbourne, don't rate them either, that we just manage a couple of guys like Laverde, like Shield. If Shield was not fit this week, then I would say, well, let's just not take Do him you, over to Perth. Doesn't need to go to Perth. Scott's presser? No. Shield could have played. Damn Shield it. was borderline. So he's he's probably fit. He probably is available. Fair way. enough. Mm-hmm. Well, um, then... 
I, I, I don't know. I was just because so the other one I said earlier was um, Stringer. So I, I wondered if Stringer was carrying an injury because he's looked a little like he runs funny because of his broken leg. I know he had to change his running style because he broke his leg the way he broke his leg. But is it a good game, you know, to bring in someone like even a Shield or a Voss and say, mm. look, you're going to get a game, just, you know, crack in hard. And the thing about bringing someone like him and Brian is that they're going to crack in hard. They're going to give everything. Because they're like, well, this is my shot. You know, I've got to, I want to play a good game. Prove a point, yeah. Yeah, so we're, which will be, you know, we'll hopefully make sure the other boys, you know, oh, they're cracking in, we better crack in as well. And you know, like... Voss, Voss coming off 17 touches, three goals, exactly. seven marks. And I know that he didn't have, well, he didn't, I don't think he only kicked, I think he kicked two points or something the week before, but I just want to reward a little bit of those guys. Look, my concern with someone like Nick Bryant is that if Essendon aren't careful, other clubs will start hunting around him Um because he's 20 years old, he's dominating VFL, and he's not getting a game over a 31-year-old Ruckman. Mm. And you think of someone like North Melbourne. Who like, got Goldie coming to the end. Goldie he shouldn't be playing. They didn't want him playing at the start of the year, but Xeri broke down. Xeri. Yeah, that's what I'm calling him. And uh, he broke down, and he would have been their number one Ruckman. Goldstein wouldn't be playing, realistically. Mm. He would have come in and co- covered him when he was probably a bit tired. So I think that North Melbourne would be looking for a big Ruckman like that too. I think there's a fine line because I'm sure, and I don't have the knowledge of other clubs, VFL teams in depth to really know, but there'd be other clubs in the AFL who have 21, 22 year olds banging the door down. Yeah, of course. Well, that, that these players have to, have to stick it through because as a Ruckman, I'm sure Nick Bryan's aware, generally you won't crack into the side regularly until yeah. you're 24. <clears throat> but we know that clubs will go after like. Different yeah, correct. Mid- and that's we, where... Like Sam Durham was at Richmond and we went and poached him out of there, you know, mm-hmm. and um, he now is pretty he's, happy. He was under but, VFL listed. He wasn't AFL listed at Richmond. But he, well, Richmond, I'm sure, would have been... He was someone that were def- definitely looking at because it'd be foolish not to. But Ruckman are a different... Like, tall, tall mobile... Yeah, I, I, I know what you're saying, but I don't think that's a sole reason. for Sam Durham... When, oh, sorry, not Sam. Sam Draper when he was playing VFL. Yeah, and he signed a four-year deal because he wanted to stay at the Dons. That's where you've got to rely a little bit on But you. he would have been like, I'm next in line. I'm going to be the number one Ruckman yeah, if I can get there. I'm Whereas sure Brian... Brian might be thinking, well... I'm second in line, even but if... At the same time, he's probably looking at Phillips going, he's 32. He's one hand so away when, from three months out. Like, but when Peter Wright plays and Wiedemann plays and they're all fit and Sam Draper plays, there's some does Nick Bryan get a game? Yeah, who knows? But that's probably not, not. That doesn't be... Like, playing three games now isn't really going to solve anything. But you're right, but it, he might show so much that they go, well, we have to find a spot for him. Like... You know, like it's really gonna mess with some shit. And obviously Pete Waltz is back into that side. Of course he does. So that it's gonna be an interesting time. And I don't know, maybe they're playing Phillips just to get through to that point. And I'm sure they're having conversations with Brian in the background saying, Look, this is why you're not playing. This is what our plans for the future are. You, you can't know. pick a guy week after having one disposal in a no, game. I, football. I, you I can't agree. you can't say, Yeah, you get another go because to me, that says to the VFL guys, well, fucking hell, like, I've had 20 touches, 11 marks. I, obviously, I can't get in front of this guy, no matter what. I agree with what you're saying. I just don't think that the risk of losing him is the sole reason to play him. Then he, there, are several, there are several other reasons to play him right now. Yeah, I agree with that. But Fear of losing him isn't one of them. I agree, but then if they don't do it, then I'd love to know what's going on. Yes, well, we'll never know. 
No, we'll never know. But you can't tell me he deserves another game. Now, possibly the toughest tip of the year, which is a bizarre thing to say when we are playing West Coast, who are in the worst spot they've ever been in. Mm. Can I have a tip, please? I I would definitely go that. Put them on the line. The Boomers. The Boomers. That's you. By, look, I'll say a conservative 45 points. It's just still over there. They're home ground. They're home. Very different playing at Tassie, seriously. They would have been cold in Tassie, the ball bastards. Yeah, they would have been very cold. I think. Don't say anything stupid. What do they say? What do they Don't say? Anything stupid. It's a hiding to nothing. If we win, oh, no one cares. No one cares, yep. If we, we win by five goals, there's probably a few raised eyebrows. Oh, still, there'll be a bigger story during the week. I'll still say Don's by 72. 12 goals. That's a little bit of a risk, but go, yeah, good on you. Hawthorne beat them by 109. We beat Tassie by 40 odd. Hawthorne haven't been actually pretty good, actually. I would have thought the last yeah, few weeks, but yeah. Half a game. Yeah. Um, I still, I, 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 it's a hope. It's a hope that our game plan has evolved, that we can just win those games that we should win and should win them well. Well, North, to do I that, so someone's going to have to, like, Wiedemann's going to have to kick a five or sixer. That's fine. Sammy can pop up with a few. You know, we've got goals in us. We scored 104 against Geelong. Mm. Scoring is not. Yeah, who was it? Um, in was it Lewis for Hawthorne on the weekend? He kicked six, six or seven. Mitch Lewis, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm if you think Wiedemann... about North, Sorry? Then I am. I'm more worried about North. Oh North, yeah, yeah. For me, North are a losable. North are a better side than West Coast at the moment, yeah. and that's partly because they've got closer to a full list. And West Coast in a world of. Pain. Yeah, the West Coast is struggling to put 23 on the park. And like, to that and end, had another actually, injury too. we were talking about managing players. I've just in an instant said in my head, no. We need to go over there and win that game by nope. as much as humanly possible nope. because we've won 102%. I think, have have, and I think you have to have faith in your players and you have to rest a few and, you know. There's, an, ele- have... there's an element of system, not people. Yes, but that's but what this think... is. This is having yeah, trust in the system I by agree. dropping but... the players that, Need need to rest because right. second half of the year we've got another tough bunch of games coming up. Like we do, you know, we play Collingwood yeah. again. We play Sydney. We play, you know. Yep. Um. Anyway, I still think we need to be going in with the mentality to win by as much as we can. Otherwise, that's where you start to get in trouble with taking we it easy. Going with, yeah, I would I think know. we were going with that. I'm just scared, and that's and understandable because you've been burnt. Supporters in the universe that would be scared right now of playing West Coast. Yep. That is no disrespect to West Coast. They are just shocking. The final topic we need to talk about, and I don't know if you have been finding out any more info. Oh, it's just a, that it's on the socials. It appears as though Damien Hardwick has resigned. He's taken a step back. Seems there's, like he's made that decision, not mm, he hasn't been forced into it. There's um saying that there's a big press conference tomorrow. Press conference tomorrow. It was SEN that initially um, posted it. Damien Harbick has decided to quit Richmond in a bombshell coaching call. Um, I guess watch this space. I don't want to... Fox footy, it's reportedly set to quit Richmond. So I don't want to go too much on it because it hasn't actually happened yet. No, we'll just... Interesting case for several reasons. One, he goes down as one of the greatest coaches of modern football, three premierships, nearly got sacked from Richmond, stayed there. Won three flags. Should have been four, honestly. 2018 will go down as one. They really should have won. Yep. What interests me more would be who takes over. 
Because there is a certain ex-Essendon coach at well, the Tigers. let's not call him that. I don't like that. Well, he is. It's the fact. Yeah, I know. He is an ex-Essendon Technicality. Coach, ben Rutten. So expect Richmond to start not being able to defend. If that's the case. <laughs> um, emotionless coach sitting there going. i can say something else then. Um, and I believe Teague is also a an option. Are you okay? Look like you've had a stroke. You can breathe. You can just be still and breathe. Thank you. Ben Rutten. Um Teague is apparently, his, I think, a assistant there. So yeah. that'll be interesting. Again, another he does sack step coach, aside. Didn't he? he was at Carlton, wasn't he? Yeah. 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 So they got two so, sack coaches there. No wonder they're losing. Was it, it was during the pod that you touched on that we could potentially be playing a team that we got the coach sacked, more or less, yep. and then coming up against a team that has had the coach. Could we have a. If, potential I don't I think West Coast will do anything because they're, they're still holding on to the its injuries, which is fair. Well, it's fair to a point, but don't forget in also 2000 and um, what year was it when they got Kelly? 19 or 20? 19, must be. After they won a flag, yeah. Yeah, so they went hard for Kelly, gave away draft picks, thinking that they can get another premiership, you know, with that group that was there after coming off the 18. And that hasn't been successful. So now it's 223. They've got a very old, like I read out some of their players to you earlier. Mm. Um, just give me a sec. I'll find that again. Hearn so they've 35. got Shannon Hearn, 35, Nick Nanui, 32, Luke Shuey, 32, Jeremy McGovern, 31, Cripps, 30, Darling, 30, Gaff, 30, and Elliot Yo, 29. So that's some old, serious, ordinary players. Mm. And injury prone. Injury prone. Of course, Shuey can't string bloody three games together. No. I did it's... ask you if Mitch, if Jeremy McGovern was someone we'd look at for a year, just as a. If the option was there and he's not going to cost us much. He wouldn't cost us anything. He, what, what do you... Well, if he's out, if, if he's in contract, he'll cost us a trade. Oh, okay. Well, then it would be a forty or a fifty. You'd think. Well, that's what I'd think. Oh, yeah. I'd be open to it yeah. again. Not not a conversation for. No, sorry. No. Um, that'll just about do us. We're going for. We've gone forever. An hour and a quarter. That's that's. Wait until of... we win a premiership. Yeah. Oh, my voice is struggling tonight. If we win a flag, oh, we'll have or to do just it like an Anzac week after because we won't be sane. Um. Uh, have I forgotten anything? I think that's... No, I probably have, but that's fine. Socials, VFL, next week, we're all good. Make comments. You say, you say Don's by 45. I say Don's by 72. 70. Phil says Don's by 80... Phil! Something. Hang on a minute. Phil! I lost it. Yeah, I'll back it down. Um, 81, Phil. So <laughs> Phil. Uh, ball's on the line there. If you get it wrong, you're out. That's it. Um... Closest to wins. Yeah, I reckon he'll be closest, I hope. I reckon I will be. All right. To that end, we'll wrap it up there. Thank you for listening. Um, good crowd here tonight. Good lots of comments uh, on the live. Anywhere else you're listening, we appreciate you. Go Dons. Go Bombers.